It's This Week in Bourbon, your alarm clock from a turkey coma. And here's your headlines for November 25th, 2022. Pursuit Spirits, that's us, raises $8 million to fund new whiskey purchases. Jack Daniels takes a dog toy manufacturer to the Supreme Court. And Old Elk is proud to announce the second annual release of Master Distiller Greg Metz's Infinity Blend Series. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to NoseYourBourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof, and the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. And they're off for another Get 270 2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 0002703. Welcome back, everybody. It's this past post Thanksgiving this week in Bourbon. It's Black Friday. I would, yeah, I would say, Ryan, how's your Thanksgiving? But we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. But we know what Thanksgiving's full of. I'm sure people that are listening to this is because they are now traveling to their second or third Thanksgiving because you can't fit it all in one day. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, mine's on. I got two on Thursday, one on Friday. <laughs> I. Yeah, I've got I'm one. I'm like tired on, already. <laughs> one on Thursday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. And then we get to drive back because we'll be doing some bottling in Bardstown on Monday. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. You'll be coming from Columbus to Bardstown? Mm-hmm. Or are you coming to Louisville? Uh, well, I'll be from Columbus to Louisville, then to Bardstown. So you'll be. I'm sure you'll be, you'll be getting, in a great mood. Oh, man. I'm going to have bags <laughs> underneath my eyes. I'm going to just going to be, I'm going to be lighting on all cylinders. 
You know, they start at 7 a.m., right? <laughs> I'm very well aware that my <laughs> alarm clock has to be set about an hour and a half earlier than it usually is. Yes. But yeah, um, uh, you do any Black Friday stuff? You know, in we'll probably Island get a, or Yeah, well, actually, uh, I got a phone call a little bit earlier. So he got a phone call. It was from a listener of the show. I won't give away any names. And he goes, hey, I've got some uh, some hookups for... Bourbon County Stout here in the Chicagoland area. If you're wanting anything extra, I can go ahead and get it for you. And I go, great. So if you can get me the sp- biscotti and I forget what the other two were. I was like, just give me, oh, like the two-year barley wine and another one. I said, if you get me those, that'd be great. Then I don't have to go and run around the whole entire city looking for beers like I have in years past. Taking the easy way out, huh? I tell you what, if I can do that and... Rely on somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. I'll I'll happily pay an extra little fee on top of it. Heck yeah! I mean, I I don't think I've ever done Black Friday anything. I'm like, no, nope, not doing it. Well, I, I will admit, and I don't know if it's it's probably not a secret, but usually the days leading up, the probably the week prior to Black Friday, I'm a sucker for always checking SlickDeals.net. So if anybody had never done it, <laughs> that I, sounds like a great site. Well, it is. I mean, it's these people that essentially scour the web for different deals of just different things. And I've bought crap on there that I didn't know I needed before, only because it looked like it was a good deal. I mean, to be fair, how often for your kids do they sit there and they ask for something and you're like, well, I don't know, we're going to get this or whatever. You're, you're just trying to think of new things to get for your kids. So I'll get on there and I'll just start scrolling and just look at toys just for ideas of just random stuff. I know. I Googled like best toys for a seven-year-old boy and he had every one of them. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, what? I'm screwed this Christmas. See, have you ever thought about getting like an electric go-kart? Yeah, no. <laughs> See, but if it's on sale, you might actually think about getting it. No, I just, I'm an idiot parent that bought my kids chickens, so. <laughs> That's true. Everybody that <laughs> yeah. doesn't know that uh, Ryan has now gone full-blown chicken farmer. Yeah, I'm a sucker. That's what I am. <laughs> but we have four baby chicks, Claudia Sanders, uh, Ruby, Colonel Sanders. I don't, I'm sure nobody cares about this, but yeah, <laughs> they're about three weeks old and uh, growing fast. That's, I went over there. It's like they were already bigger than the one time I saw your story on it. So I had to go and check on them. And yeah, they're not like dogs that they want to find your hand and rub against you. They, they're kind of like, no, kind of take to themselves. Yeah. They're like, I mean, there's chickens. So they're, you know, like chicken of everything. So they're, they see you, they run in a corner and they're like, ah, oh, humans. <laughs> and then they just, when you pick them up, they just peck you. But yeah, they are nice. The lay eggs. <laughs> They're so they. nice. Yeah, I was about to say you're you're waiting for that utility. Get your get your four eggs a day out of them. I can't wait. I'm. It's gonna make the best New York sours one day. <laughs> for sure, can't wait. All right, let's jive in. Dive jive in. Let's dive in. I guess we could probably jive into it into some bourbon news here. So our first headline. Uh, it's you know it's selfish, but. I'm kind of proud about it. We we made some noise this week, and it was one of those things that is a, a long time coming for this. But Pursuit Spirits, as I mentioned before, that's us. <laughs> Actually, uh, the award-winning independent blender, blender and bottler of bourbon and rye whiskeys has financed $8 million in future bourbon and rye whiskey barrel purchases through a series of private fund funding and asset-based backed loans. How could I not read this? I wrote the damn press release. Did you? Pers- <laughs> yeah, I did. I sure as hell didn't. <laughs> 
Pursuit Spirits founders will maintain full control and ownership of the company. Pursuit Spirits was founded in 2018 by Ryan Cecil and Kenny Coleman, creators of the highest-ranking whiskey podcast, Urban Pursuit, which you're listening to right now. The company was self-funded for the first two years of business while creating their single-barrel line product, or I cannot speak today, single-barrel product line Pursuit Series. Their flagship whiskey, Pursuit United Bourbon, was developed to blend a bourbon that wasn't more the same by working with multiple distilleries to craft a proprietary product unlike anything else. After the successful launch of Pursuit United Bourbon, a roadmap was developed to scale the company into a national brand with new make contract distillation agreements with four partner distilleries. $2 million was raised through private individual funding without giving up any equitable stake, and a $6 million financing plan has been developed with Town & Country and Bank Trust, sorry, Town & Country Bank and Trust Company based out of Bardstown, Kentucky, for the next five years of whiskey purchases. To date, the founders have still not taken a distribution and continue to invest back in the company. So there we go. And, uh, I stumbled I over my own. Of that. Yeah. No, no <laughs> distributions. No distributions. Still haven't seen a dime from it. Um, yeah. And, got flurry of messages and text calls a day. Congratulations. And I was like, yes, we're 8 million in the hole plus interest. Can't wait. But uh, <laughs> no, it's a, it is a huge accomplishment. And uh, I think it signals that we're, you know, we're, we're for real with this thing. We're not just two. I mean, we are two dumbass podcasters, but um, we're not just two podcasters throwing shit in a bottle. We take this very seriously and have proven, you know, ourselves successful thus far in the market. And it kind of puts a badge of honor to have a financial institution like a bank, you know, partner with us and give us uh, the capital we need to, so we can focus on growing this baby. Uh, it's a big day for, for us and uh, super excited about it. Yes, I agree. We got to feed that cow so we can basically one day milk have, it. <laughs> yeah, have more barrels of bourbon out of it one of these days. And I yep. would also say if if you've not listened to our second podcast called Behind the Pursuit, that was released on Wednesday this past week of us going more into the financial planning and more into the how it was developed and f shaped and formed and everything like that. So if you want to go and learn more about that and our journey of building a spirits company and everything that goes along with it, media samples, uh, financing, labels, legal hurdles, distribution, everything like that, go and check out. It's a, I would say it's another fantastic podcast, but it is just Ryan and I pretty much talking and, and giving our insight with Brian as our host into it. So make sure yeah. you go and check it out behind the Yeah, just quick shout out to all, you know, there's so many people in the industry that have helped us and there were some particulars that helped us with this financing understanding the financial models and whatnot. So, you know, big thanks to Trey Zoll or, you know, Dixon Deadman to name a few that really sat down with me and helped me understand, you know, the, the financial aspects of this. And then, you know, shout out to town and country with, you know, Rafa Wimson, Emerson Ballard, David Greenwell. Um, it's been a, a pleasure working with them and we're excited to partner with those guys and thank you all for taking a chance on us. So now we got to make you look smart that you went to two podcasters bourbon or bourbon money. So we'll make you proud pops. That's right. Yeah. You'll be able to look down on us and go. And I should say boys. like Brian Tracy to helping us, you know, yes. as well with Sagamore. He's been a huge help too. Yes. There's too many to name. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody on the financial side, but thank you all. For sure. For sure. All right. I'm sure people will love hearing us talk about us, but let's keep going here. So the question is, is what is going on with rye whiskey? Suddenly, it seems bourbon drinkers are turning to rye as their drink of choice. And now author and spirits expert Clay Risen brings an authoritative roadmap to the phenomena of rye. 
In his new book, American Rye, A Guide to the Nation's First Spirit, it offers readers a history of rye, how it's distilled in age, and how it earns its distinguishing qualities. Sections of the guide include info on how to read a whiskey label and how to have whiskey tastings with friends, which basically, I guess, bring over a bunch of bottles and see what you like. <laughs> Individual whiskey accounts follow the introduction organized alphabetically by distillery and brand. There's more than 225 rye expressions that are covered and included by ABV, age, average price, tasting notes, and are rated on a four-star scale. The price of the book is $30, and you can get it wherever books are sold. Well, that sounds awesome. I'm I'm drinking rye whiskey right now, and uh, I, I'm a huge rye fan. I I don't get why people are like so like it, it's such a polarizing spirit they're really like i love rather like oh i'm not a rag guy i'm not a rye drinker i'm not gonna do that yeah um yeah i, I think it's fantastic and i i seem I, I i still drink bourbon more but i find myself more and more drinking rye there's just something about it i mean i okay i also want to say like we i got a book sent to us I, I i skimmed through it real quick so out of the 225 rise in there i'll go ahead and turn the tables back to us for a second Pursuit United Rye was not in there. However, there was at least 30 different MGP Rye. So, you know, go go and get your 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 fill of different MGP Rye in there. Sorry, Squib Rye. Yeah, it's Squib 955 Rye. Um, <laughs> I kept I kept flipping through and I was like, it's the same thing, different bottle. Same thing, different bottle. Same thing, different bottle. Yeah, I mean, I would I mean, gosh, I bet 80% of the rye brands out there in Squib juice if not more, it would seem like that, but there's, there's quite a good, good few in there. Plus I know it wasn't just clay. There was a whole team that were going through and rating all these and you, you have all their notes on nose palette and finish, which that sounds cool. like a, sounds like a whiskey quickie, but yes, you can go ahead and check that out again, wherever books are sold. It's called American Rye, a guide to the nation's first spirit. So go and check it out. Appreciate your sending that way for us, clay. We're going to try here, to get... Send it to me. I'll actually read it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pictures. I've, I've got it somewhere around here. <laughs> okay. You got it. And so for the next headline is that the Supreme Court of the United States has agreed to hear a trademark case regarding a line of dog toys with, quote, unsavory themes that imitate well-known alcohol brands. Jack Daniels first launched the lawsuit in 2018 against dog toy maker VIP Products over its Bad Spaniels Old Number 2 On Your Tennessee Carpet product. The dog toy is a replica of Jack Daniel's bottle with black labels and white text and carries the wording, the old number two on your Tennessee carpet. The district court ruled in favor of Jack Daniel's over the likelihood that the infringing product would result in consumer confusion and that the company's use of juvenile bathroom humor would tarnish the whiskey brand. However, in March of 2020, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit Court ruled that the toys were, quote, expressive works that carried a humorous message. As such, the First Amendment protected its use of similar trademarks and branding to Jack Daniels. The Supreme Court did not elect to take up the case at the time, and the case was remanded to the lower courts. However, the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, joined by the Beer Institute, Brewers Association, American Distilled Spirits Alliance, American Craft Spirits Association, and Wine Institute, has now filed an amicus brief with the Supreme Court in support of Jack Daniels' petition for review in the case. So Jack Daniels Properties, Inc. versus VIP Products, LLC. The argument put forward by the association in the brief is that, quote, the Ninth Circuit Court's decisions threaten the alcohol beverage industry's ability to promote responsible advertising that does not harm children, end quote. Hmm. 
you know, interesting coming off the Diageo uh, redemption lawsuit, but now it's from taking on a dog toy. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, again, I, I, I'm trying to hold it back here. It's just like, man, this is going a long way because of a dog toy. Right. Yeah. I mean, they probably won't even be around in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no way that this, this dog toy manufacturer can sit there and take on all these people. I mean, good Lord, discus beer Institute brewers, American still Spirit, American craft spirits association. They all ganged up and made this happen because they think the dog toy is going to promote responsible advertising that doesn't harm children. It seems a little bit of a stretch, but you know, I don't know. I guess if you put an eight-year-old and put a dog toy in from them, they look at that and they look at the liquor bottle and they think it's the same. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe we're just too woke. I don't really know what it's supposed to be. I, yeah, it's, I hate commenting on these because I'll get in trouble. So I should probably move on. But it's, it's, it's yeah. I just, just when I, just, I thought the uh, Diageo one was kind of absurd, then, then, then you bring on the dog toys and I'll get Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're trying to do the right thing by it, but I don't know. It's one of those things that I guess, I guess if you're in this game, just don't make dog toys that look like, because that's the whole thing is that you're not supposed to do anything that would be marketing to children. Right. Get it. Please, completely fair. Uh, that is, that's not, dog toys, not a child. So what, I, like, how do you sit there and start figuring out how do you create that line? I mean, if, if you had a, a, a dog sweater that said Jack Daniels on it, could you not put the dog in a Jack Daniels sweater? Or is that considered yeah. like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, or a like two-year-old, a, a two-year-old Jack, could probably fit in that sweater. Yeah, I was just at Opryland and there's Jack Daniel, like, golf head covers and... <laughs> chairs and anything a children child could use you know it's like i mean there was tons of stuff in their gift shop at opryland that a child could come in contact with but i don't i digress yep i don't know but that's gonna do it for the bourbon news stick around we'll be back with some bourbon release news shopify's already taken the cash register online helping millions sell billions around the world but did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in-line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, 
the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Hey everyone, it's Bourbon Release News time, and we've got a few of them to go through, so let's go ahead and uh, let's let's get to it. Frank August, you've probably seen those bottles before. They're nice little fancy decanters. But they're excited to announce that they'll be introducing two very limited expressions to expand the brand's portfolio offering and the brand's first single barrel releases, as well as their introduction to the much anticipated, quote, case study series. After Jonathan Crocker, the CEO and co-founder of one of the industry's most respected, sorry, and he's one of the industry's most respected master blenders, however, it's been unnamed due to NDA agreements, he has identified their top 10 favorite barrels. The selection process was taken a step further by enlisting the collective expertise of some of the industry's most respected master distillers and master blenders to select the final five barrels of Frank August's first ever single barrel release. Each of the five barrels are bottled at cash strength, sitting between 123 and 125 proof, and are 5.1 years old with an SRP of $120. The third release launching is Frank August's first case study offering. And case study 01 is Mizunara Japanese Oak. The program is named after an American mid-century architectural project designed as an opportunity for the brand to showcase experimental expressions of bourbon whiskey through various finishing techniques, blending of whiskeys, and any other potential opportunities that might eventually present themselves. Frank August finished five hand-selected barrels of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey with Mizunara that was medium toasted. Samples were pulled every 30 days to monitor the development of the flavor profile that was being impacted by the Mizunara. It's bottled at 114.4 proof. Less than 1,000 bottles were bottled for this limited release and has an SRP of $150. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've known about these projects. And I know who these people are that you can't talk about. It's There's a lot of good people behind working with this brand. Uh, just a lot of NDPs in place, obviously. But, uh, you mean NDAs? Or whatever. Not in, I'm for <laughs> you NDP. Your three-letter acronyms all messed up. I got in, we're an NDP. So are they. But anyways. <laughs> we're, an NDP, ND, we're an NDP with our own NDAs. That's right. Yeah, I'm excited for these. Uh, like, I know who's behind this, and he's a fantastic blender and barrel picker, and obviously in good at doing finishing cask and stuff, too. So uh, I think it'll all be good stuff. Yep. I, I, I love like, the packaging. Uh, yes. Yeah, the packaging. I like the, the, the matted gold topper like it's just oh yeah my wife loves it like matches everything in our house <laughs> i was say match <laughs> nicely doesn't it yeah king tut lives here <laughs> pretty, pretty much yeah it's it just like it's funny that they finally identified their top 10 favorite barrels and then they had the entire industry go to just pick five of them out of there i was like i'm pretty sure you could just probably nail that down in an hour by yourself couldn't you but hey i guess that helps the story it's tough decisions kenny you know this yeah i know it's true I mean, that's that's why I'm glad I got you because we can bounce these off each other and we can go, yeah, I'll take this one. I'll take this one. Oh, we'll lean in the middle on this one. Yeah, I'm more like, Kenny, no, you don't get that one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> tastes it's too not much a like, democracy here. Yeah. Tastes too much like sweet oak. That's right. Kaveh's a manian. You know, he's been on the show plenty of times before. He's the founder and whiskey maker of Rabbit Hole, and he's announcing that the brand's Race King Founders Collection, which is a five-grain double chocolate malted bourbon, is being re-released and will be subsequently be released annually every fall, or at least annually in fall, it says. 
Race King is the third expression of Rabbit Hole's Founders Collection series and was named in honor of Kentucky's time-honored tradition of horse racing. Race King is offered at cask strength to highlight the double chocolate malted grains and their effect on the whiskey. The mash bill of Race King is 70% corn, 13% rye, 10% malted rye, 4% chocolate malted wheat, and 3% chocolate malted barley. And the spirit is bottled at 109.8 proof. Rabbit Hole Race King Founder Edition will be available exclusively at the Rabbit Hole Distillery in early December and available nationally beginning in early 2023. Only 1,335 sequentially numbered bottles will be released for a suggested retail price of $400 per bottle. It's a lot of mash bills. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a lot of mash bills. It's, I mean, it's five mash bills, you know, $4 signs there. Why not? Yeah, I, I would have trouble. I guess I can only handle three. Uh, maybe four. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You got five. Five grains in there. But we've had it before. I remember, I think we did a whiskey quickie on it. It's been a while. I can't remember. Yeah, I'll have to break it out again. Yeah, that's what happens when you do these so often. You just forget. It's it's amazing how people go. We were talking a little bit earlier with uh, one of Brian, who's the other host of stuff, and we were talking about stag releases he's like what do you like more the 2022 stag or the 2020 stag and i was like i don't freaking remember <laughs> i remember 2020 was really good and i like 22 but hell i can't remember enough to compare them yeah i can't either that's what some people have that that memory where they just are very vivid and they can remember all the tastings and what happened and i was just like dude I, was like, I don't know i try so much stuff i can't keep anything straight anymore yeah you you can remember cells Cell formulas, though. I can do that. I can do that. Maybe I need to start making a bourbon diary, and that'll help me remember stuff. Yep. Can't wait. I'm sure yep. people would love that. Uh, so I guess this is the second time Jack Daniels is going to be in the news. So Jack Daniel Distillery is introducing the distillery series selection number 10. And this was selected by longtime Jack Daniels employee Randy Goose Baxter. Oh, is, yeah. Yes. It is the latest in Jack Daniels' line of experimental whiskeys. So Jack Daniels Distillery Series Selection Number 10 is a straight Tennessee whiskey barreled in charred white oak and then finished in toasted pecan wood chips to add depth and character. It's bottled at 120 proof and available in 375 ml bottles with a retail price of $42. It's like Jack Daniels coming out with one of these a week. <laughs> Something. Yeah, they had the malted the malted release they'd have this release i mean they had the maple smoked maple staves or something oh or, dude i mean it goes back to what you're saying is that nobody wants straight bourbon anymore everybody wants their no, flavored whiskey they want, and they want their way. gateway flavored whiskey <laughs> <laughs> yep that's what's happening i mean pretty much every release is, is something something to do with that we had first one was mizanara the race king is actually all all grain so we'll give it there jack Daniels finished in some way i mean we're coming out with some of this stuff too, so yeah, let's yeah. not. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna be hypocrites. We're we're definitely following the industry trend. We're not gonna sit there and try and break away from it. So, stay but tuned. it's fun. You can offer some cool and interesting different flavors than you're used to. Yeah, um, we just got to make it taste not artificial. Like it's too much, you know. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Most a lot of these do taste artificial, and that's why. And that's the people ones people love. And I'm like. You just really love flavored whiskey. That's basically <laughs> what it is. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yep. So Whistle Pig Whiskey and Grammy Award winning country music duo Brothers Osborne are celebrating 100 for all and all for 100 this holiday season with the launch of their new whiskey collaboration. The Whistle Pig Piggyback Legend Series Brothers Osborne Barrel is a single barrel 
limited edition, 100% rye whiskey created for and selected by John and TJ Osborne to celebrate those who give 100% in the name of greatness. The second iteration in their single barrel piggyback legend series, the Brothers Osborne Barrel is Asian American oak barrels for no less than six years before finishing its journey with high toast custom barrel heads. The piggyback 100% rye whiskey was selected by the brothers themselves. It's bottled at 96.56 proof. It will be available for purchase online at shop.whistlepigwhiskey.com on November 15th, which uh, it's already past that, so you can go get it. But it's $50 per 750 ml and sold in select stores across Texas, Tennessee, and Illinois. Approximately 100 bottles, though, will be autographed by the brothers Osborne. It will be available for pre-order for $225 in honor of Deucen Quarter, the brothers' original family band with their father. And proceeds from the sales of each bottle will benefit Rogers Behavioral Health and their foundation Mission Possible Fund, raising funds to provide free mental health treatment to low-income patients. Oh, that's a very good cause. Yeah. I, I hate to... I, I don't... I'm, I'm not familiar with Brothers Osborne, but uh, sounds like a cool project and going towards a good cause. I bet they're from Texas or t- Tennessee. Yep. <laughs> or Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> Illinois got thrown in there, too. I, it's, yeah. This was. It's always weird to read this, though. It says... Brothers Osborne Barrel is a single barrel, limited edition, 100%. So how are you going to send a bunch of bottles out, and then you're also going to have 100 that are held back for pre-order? None of that makes sense to me. Is it multiple single barrels? I guess. That they're releasing? I don't know. But, heck, that's 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 what I get for assuming. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it's multiple s- single barrels. Yep. Each brother picked one. <laughs> there you go. Or several. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Jackie for a second here. So following the success of their initial launch, the team behind Hidden Barn returns for round two with Hidden Barn Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Series 2 available this December. But Series 2 is composed of 10 barrels expertly blended by master blender Jackie Zykin. And Hidden Barn Series 2 brings together pot still production and generously high-ride mash bills, and the barrels were distilled at MB Roland. The mash is fermented for three, four days using Christian County, Kentucky water and the industry standard yeast. It is then double pot pot distilled and collected at 110 proof. The undiluted distillate is then matured in wood-fired Kelvin Cooperage American White Oak barrels for five to six years. And the barrels rested on the property and once matured are filtered only for sediment before bottling. So Hidden Barn Straight Bourbon Whiskey Series 2 will be available beginning December 1st and is offered a suggested retail price of $75. So breaking away from Neely already, I guess. So series one, oh, that's kind of confusing because series one, I guess, had four batches, and this is now series two. So yes, I, I mean, if, I guess if you try to, I have, I have no idea. I don't know what the the idea behind going from Neely to MB Roland or whatever it is, but just jumping from one craft distiller to the next. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because I was like. They've already had four batches, but I, I guess that basically the series is because it's uh, Neely for the first four batches, and now they're moving to MB Rolling. I guess. That, maybe, maybe it's a rotating sort of thing that they're doing. I have no idea. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to run out of craft distillers soon. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're going to run out of Kentucky craft distillers real soon at this rate. Already, uh, well, anyone's you, out sell to you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we're on the second one, and it's I think what been in business like four months or something like that. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna run out of runway pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think batch one. Obviously, we gave our honest opinion. 
I did have, I think, like three or four at the Bourbon Festival, and it was it did seem to improve um, from the first one. But we'll see how the the MB Rolling Distillate is and the, these next ones. For sure, I know Fred's a big fan of MB Rolling, but you know, it's yeah. Fred. Fred's Fred likes that grain forward sort of taste. So I don't know. I'll I'll hold any any thoughts until I get to try it as well. Yep, we're open minded. Cool. So Stellum Spirits has introduced two new Stellum Black Specialty Blends. And the base for all Stellum Black Specialty Blends is a blend of Indiana bourbon and rye, which is then layered with older bourbons and ryes from Kentucky and Tennessee, creating a unique everyday whiskey. So the first is Hunter's Moon. And this warm oak-driven bourbon is made in preparation for winter, inspired by the Hunter's Moon of October. And it's bottled at cash strength of 115.52 proof. The second is The Lone Cypress. And it's named from one of the world's most famous trees found in the picturesque coast of Monterey Peninsula. And it's also bottled at cash strength, 115.34 proof. And all Stellum Black Specialty Blends have an SRP of $100. Well, I, we've had some of these Stellum Blends. They're, I mean, they're all solid. I, I, I have the other black ones that they originally sent over here. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty good MGP. Is that the Equinox or is that different? Yes, I think it, I think it was. That one was really good. I, I was a fan of that one. Mm-hmm. It's easy one to hit. Always, they're always knocking it out, so might as well pick it up while you can. Mm-hmm. So, last story of the evening, or as you're trying to go to your last Thanksgiving last meal. piece of pumpkin pie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Old Elk Distillery is proud to announce the second annual release of Master Distiller Greg Metz's Infinity Blend Series. It's a testament to legacy and supreme craftsmanship. This new limited release is built on the foundation of the original 2021 Infinity Blend and completed with gently matured and hand-selected barrels of Old Elk Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Old Elk Straight Wheat Whiskey, Wheat Whiskey, and two vintage Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskeys. Greg has created this blend to showcase his legacy and supreme artisanship while also paying close attention to what voices within the Old Elk community are requesting. The 2022 Infinity Blend is masterfully blended of rare whiskeys. Uh, they all conclude the following. So it's 18% of Old Elk 2021 Infinity Blend of straight bourbon whiskeys. So just like keep Infinity going here. 15% of Old Elk straight bourbon whiskey aged 7 years. 9% of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey aged 13 years. 6% of more Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey aged 12 years. And 52% of Old Elk wheat whiskey aged 7 years. It's bottled at 114.1 proof and has a suggested retail price of $150. Actually, I, the one last year was fantastic. I was a big fan of it. I'm thinking like through my head, I know that wheat whiskey profile. It's a good base, Greg. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because <laughs> you I said remember. that's like the 54% or whatever. I, I don't remember. I just remember it being really good. No, you just read the damn. Oh, oh, 52%. I thought you, <laughs> 52%. I thought, you, I thought you said that was as much as like in the mash bill, the wheat whiskey was. It was 54% wheat. I was like, I, I don't know, man. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's the base of the blend, so that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Then you sprinkle all those other flavor components in there. Yes. And it comes in a really sweet box. Got a box. Mm -hmm. And it comes like, I think it's a different label, too. It's like than the other ones. It's cool wow. packaging. It's yeah, black. It's black. <laughs> black on black on black. Yeah. Murdered out. It's amazing. They got seven-year-old barrels now. Uh, we or they have nine-year-old barrels, didn't we? Yeah. Heck, we should probably just go ahead and give a, a shout-out for it right now. So if you are interested in some really awesome 
stuff from Old Elk that we selected. It's available now on Sealbox. I'm going to pull it up real quick and figure out exactly what else is there because there was a bunch of good stuff on there. I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up here. Old what Elk. hasn't been released is that blend I created that when I outblended Greg. That's true. You have not, that one has not been released yet. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, wait, one, two, th- one, two, three, four. Yeah, that are available that are from the bourbon community roundtable. So there is the Old Elk Weeded Bourbon 112.2 proof. There is the, and that's, this was the other, I'll save that one. There's an Old Elk Wheat Whiskey at 113.2, an Old Elk Straight Bourbon at 109. So those are all available. Then came the last two that just came in. So the first one was the nine-year wheat whiskey that we selected. Mm-hmm. That was the one that everybody had left. And then it was, I think, what, me, you, and Blake? Yeah. Our, we had light, lighter flights and we were just like, oh, we're going to keep drilling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We'll take one more. And they're like, all right, sure, guys. Why not? So there's a nine-year. And there is also the Old Elk Cognac cask finish of the bourbon whiskey. That's still available, too. Old Elk doing good things. Yes, 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 yes. But that is going to do it for this week in bourbon, your post-Turkey Day this week in bourbon. Well, hope you're uh, not bloated, like I am probably, right about now. <laughs> eh, you know, just you're, you're just saving it up because January 1 comes, we start hitting the gym again. That's right. Dad starts Monday. <laughs> for sure. All right, well, that'll be it. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back next week with some more bourbon news. Doodles.